Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 767. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about how to live to age 105. Well, it's not every day that we talk about health on this show, but health is part of wealth. And I have wanted to do a show about health and longevity because there are some things about finance and work that really factor into living a longer life. And there are some views I have that I haven't been able to share with you yet. And this article that I'm going to share with you about a Japanese doctor who lived to be 105 and shared with us his things that he did that helped him live a long life are going to help me share some of my views with you. So this article comes to us from CNBC and it was written by Tom Papamaronis. And it says, Dr. Shigaki Hinohara had an extraordinary life for many reasons. For starters, the Japanese physician and longevity expert lived until the age of 105. When he died in 2017, Hinohara was Chairman Emeritus of St. Luke's International University and Honorary President of St. Luke's International Hospital, both in Tokyo. Perhaps best known for his book, Living Long, Living Good, Hinohara offered advice that helped make Japan the world leader in longevity. Some were fairly intuitive points, while others were less obvious. So here's the first one, and it might surprise you. It says, don't retire, but if you must, do so a lot later than age 65. The average retirement age, at least in the U.S., has always hovered at around 65. And in recent years, many have embraced the FIRE movement, financial independence retire early, which, by the way, my last podcast was about. But Hinohara viewed things differently. There is no need to ever retire, but if one must, it should be a lot later than 65, he said in a 2009 interview with the Japan Times. The current retirement age was set at 65 half a century ago, when the average life expectancy in Japan was 68 years, and only 125 Japanese were over 100 years old. Today, he explained, people are living a lot longer. The life expectancy for U.S. in 2020, for example, is 78.93 years, a 0.08% increase from 2019. Therefore, we should be retiring much later in life, too. Hinohara certainly practiced what he preached. Until a few months before his death, he continued to treat patients, keep an appointment book with space for five more years, and worked up to 18 hours a day. All right, so I want to pause here and say, although my last podcast did mention the FIRE movement, I am generally in the camp of continuing to work later in life. And the reason is I've been fortunate enough to be able to be retired from the corporate world. And what I can tell you about retirement 
is that it's not as great as people think it is. You think that you're going to be living on vacation for the rest of your life, but the reality is most people are very bored. Within a couple weeks of retirement, they're bored, they're lonely, they're depressed, they're not finding it to be what they thought it was going to be. They don't have a structured day, so every day when they get up, while you think that's great that you don't have to run out the door to work, the problem is people often don't have anything to do, and once they're done taking a walk or riding their bike, they come home, sit on the couch, and watch television and get very depressed. And often their health starts to go downhill. That happens to many people who retire from Boeing, where I'm from in Seattle, that was the big employer, and typically people would retire and die within two to three years after retirement. So keeping the right mindset, keeping physically active, having something to do, but more than that, I think it's really continuing to make a contribution, which is really important to me anyway. And that is being relevant, having something to say, having something to contribute, and being a part of what's going on is what really keeps me motivated and keeps me out there and wanting to continue to do my podcast and write my book and all kinds of things like that. I'm also motivated to give back in a big way and create a legacy, but really every day I'm doing what I love. And that's where I think people miss that work can be fun because so many people are caught up in a job just for the paycheck and they're miserable and it's really killing their soul. And if that's the situation that you're in, then that's definitely not good for your health either. So Take a look at what you're doing and connect in with your passion wherever you can, whenever you can. And if you can't do it now, then do it as soon as you can. But I definitely agree that staying relevant, staying busy, having something you love to do and enjoy doing is something that's going to keep you young and motivated and sharp and healthy and help you live longer. All right, let's move on to number two. He says, take the stairs and keep your weight in check. Hinahara emphasized the importance of regular exercise. I take two stairs at a time to get my muscles moving, he said. Additionally, Hinahara carried his own packages and luggage and gave 150 lectures a year, usually speaking for 60 to 90 minutes, all done standing, he said, to stay strong. He also pointed out that people who live an extremely long life have a commonality they aren't overweight. Indeed, obesity is widely considered one of the most significant risk factors for increased morbidity and mortality. Hinohara's diet was Spartan. For breakfast, I drink coffee, a glass of milk, and some orange juice with a tablespoon of olive oil in it. Studies have found that olive oil offers numerous health benefits, such as keeping your arteries clean and lowering heart disease risk. Lunch is milk and a few cookies, or nothing when I am too busy to eat, he continued. I never get hungry because I focus on my work. Dinner is veggies, a bit of fish and rice, and twice a week, 100 grams of lean meat. Well, I have to say that's a very unusual diet that he has, but it probably goes along with a lot of the diets that we're seeing where people are fasting for longer hours during the day or even one whole day a week because he's not eating solid food for a lot of the day, it's almost like he's continuing to fast. And 
Maybe that's what's keeping him slim and is extending his life. Who knows? Number three, find a purpose that keeps you busy. According to Hinahara, not having a full schedule is a surefire way to age faster and die sooner. However, it's important to stay busy, not just for the sake of staying busy, but to be active in activities that help serve a purpose. The logic is that one can be busy yet still feel empty and idle on the inside. Hinahara found his purpose early on after his mother's life was saved by the family's doctor. Janet Kawaguchi, a journalist who considered Hinahara a mentor, said he believed that life is all about contribution. So he had this incredible drive to help people, to wake up early in the morning and do something wonderful for other people. This is what was driving him and what kept him living. It's wonderful to live long, Hinahara said in the interview. Until one is 60 years old, it's easy to work for one's family and to achieve one's goals. But in our later years, we should strive to contribute to society. Since the age of 65, I have worked as a volunteer. I still put in 18 hours, seven days a week and love every minute of it. Number four, rules are stressful. Try to relax them. While he clearly promoted exercise and nutrition as pathways to a longer and healthier life, Hinahara simultaneously maintained that we need not be obsessed with restricting our behaviors. We all remember how as children, when we were having fun, we would forget to eat or sleep, he often said. I believe we can keep that attitude as adults. It is best not to tire the body with too many rules. Richard Overton, one of America's oldest surviving World War II veterans, would have most likely agreed. Right up until his death at age 112, the supercentenarian smoked cigars, drank whiskey, and ate fried food and ice cream on a daily basis. Hinahara might not have approved of Overton's diet, but to be fair, Overton did credit his longevity to maintaining a stress-free life and keeping busy. Number five, remember that doctors can't cure everything. Hinahara cautioned against always taking the doctor's advice. When a test or surgery is recommended, he advised, ask whether the doctor would suggest that his or her spouse or children go through such a procedure. Hinahara insisted that science alone can't help people. It lumps us all together, but illness is individual. Each person is unique and diseases are connected to their hearts, he said. To know the illness and help people, we need liberal and visual arts, not just medical ones. In fact, Hinahara made sure that St. Luke's catered to the basic need of patients to have fun. The hospital provided music, animal therapy, and art classes. Pain is mysterious and having fun is the best way to forget it, he said. If a child has a toothache and you start playing a game together, he or she immediately forgets the pain. And number six, find inspiration, joy, and peace in art. According to the New York Times, toward the end of his life, Hinohara was unable to eat, but refused a feeding tube. He was discharged and died months later at home. Instead of trying to fight death, Hinohara found peace in where he was through art. In fact, he credited his contentment and outlook toward life to a poem by Robert Browning called Apt Vogler, especially these lines. There shall never be one last good. What was shall live as before. The evil is null is not is silence implying sound. What was good shall be good with for evil so much good more. On the earth, the broken arcs, in the heaven, a perfect round. 
My father used to read it to me, Hinahara recalled. It encourages us to make big art, not small scribbles. It says to try to draw a circle so huge that there is no way we can finish it while we are alive. All we see is an arch. All we see is an arch. The rest is beyond our vision, but it is there in the distance. End of article. Well, wasn't that quite something? I find it very interesting how people who have longevity often do eat crazy diets and don't eat exactly what we think they eat. Maybe we think it's more due to genetics than we think, or maybe we'll find out there's something else that they're magically doing or eating that's causing them to live a long life. But I think it's very fascinating to study people who live over age 100. But rather than living longer, my greatest goal is to always have quality of life and to be able to do what I love with the people that I love and to be happy as long as possible because that to me is real wealth. I will put a copy of this article in the show notes so you can take a look at it, read it for yourself, look at his poetry that he liked. And there's other links in this article along with his book and other information that you might want to take a look at. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, hit the subscribe button and you'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are available so you never miss one of them. And we're getting into the last few days of our review contest. Remember, there are 25 prizes to win and you have a really good chance of winning. 10 prizes are my You're Already a Wealthiest books signed by me. 10 prizes are my Wealthy Mindset Blueprint audio sets valued at $197. And five prizes are one-on-one wealth mentoring sessions with me. All you need to do is leave a podcast review for Be Wealthy and Smart. That will get your name in the drawing one time. And if you've read the Wealthiest book or listened to the Wealthiest audio book and leave a book review on Amazon for it, that will get your name in the drawing two times. And winners will be announced on Monday. That's August 31st. So mark your calendar. Make sure to tune in and listen and find out if you've won. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.